Peace and love, peace and love. Welcome back to the Universal Love Movement. This is your host, Dr. Carl S. Moore. And uh, thanks for allowing me into your universe, the Wild You and the Universal Love Movement. Uh, to, uh, you know, as I speak to the loves out there. <laughs> and those that's a, you know, LUV, living universal vibration. You know, at least in a scientific sense, you know, you don't have to believe in any type of high power or anything like that. But, you know, it always, the beautiful thing is, is about certain things is they just work no matter what. It just depends on how, you know, very accepting <laughs> or or maybe even cynical a person may be about the, the information. So, we're doing this is part two of my 2020 reflections and i guess there is this is the only opportunity i have in this lifetime to look back at 2020 you know looking back and uh i really do uh you know love being here right now at this moment thinking about myself doing a podcast because i'm able to one of the things that I've learned in 2020 is the, and I, I did a, a podcast on the, the giving the present, a, the gift of presence to my family, but that was really a gift to myself as well. And um, with the, with the way in which the world kind of really shut down, you had to stay home and I had to change my life. I usually like to, you know, I'll travel, whether it be for work or for myself, just or not even always going where to places that involve, you know, spending money to travel, but just more so being able to venture and explore. Uh, and, um, you know, a lot of things change. But when it comes to being wherever I wherever I was at that time before, I, I remember even thinking about my life, like I was sped through high school and um, you know, I spent four years, but it, it was fast. You know, you look back, you say that went that went really fast. A lot of times for me in life, those moments was because I was there, but I wasn't really there. You know, sped by fast. I wasn't able to savor and and taste the. Um, so and that was been thematic in my life um, because I have a, a, a I think I would say a, a gift for you know forecasting the future, not necessarily clairvoyance, but just like. I guess I was strategizing, not forecasting, strategizing for the future. And, you know, that's the whole idea of goal setting and setting goals and tending to them or whatever. But in doing all of the goal setting and <laughs> having that muscle around planning and strategic thinking, things of that sort, when it's time to not have plans or you can plan, but you may lose your money <laughs> or, you know, you may waste your time type of thing, you know, in 2020 it really, uh, you know, neutralized what my superpower, right? And it made me, you know, you know, really present. And uh, the the thing that I would say about how I the best metaphor I can give you in terms of my life and what I've experienced thus far, because I remember when you know, you know, just really honestly the whole way through, I've I've enjoyed it. It's uh, my life, but you know, so when I was went through. My younger years, I was there, but some a lot of my younger my um, developmental years are a blur. Now, some of these times I escaped because um, it wasn't like I wasn't. I had a very loving family, wonderful, but it wasn't always the best um, conditions or, or what have you. But and at certain times it was really great conditions. You know, um, we had I, I experienced contrast of like the very 
you know, what they call it, these these uh, socioeconomic status, um, very po- poverty to a very being around at least around um, affluence or fluent. Um, so, but in any case, um, when it comes to life, my muscle, I was always, you know, one of my natural traits is the, uh, ability to like forecast and goal set. And, you know, that's leadership. People say, oh, he makes you a great leader and stuff, but great leaders are, you know, um, people who can be, um, of all varieties, right. And just a matter of leveraging one superpowers for whatever it is. And we all have a little bit of everything in us, but the point uh, of this reflection is in 2020, when I look back, I was not able to leverage my superpowers. And it really um, called on me to enhance my muscle of presence. Now, what I had done, and I'm going to get back to the metaphor that I had kind of teased or whatever. What I had done is um, I was, you know, able to be there, you know, um, you know, in, in certain moments. And I've in the past, I've you know, and I continue to practice meditation. I don't always do it as, uh, you know, religiously or as consistently as, as I w- was, would like to. Uh, but in my mind, I know, hey, be home. I've, I've been practicing for a number of years with my kids. Like when I'm with them, just kind of, you know, make sure that you're only with them and you're not doing other things. So this was this is my first foray into being, uh, you know, being present, you know, so I've been practicing this for years, like, and I thought that I was, you know, doing well, <laughs> but, you know, there are always levels. Uh, so when the, uh, the pandemic first um, hit, it's the, okay, I'm going to be home for now. So I am home. So present at home, physically present. That was the first thing with the excitement about what would happen when we're going to return to the new normal. But that was, see, I thought I was present, but I wasn't really present because I was looking forward to the, um, and there's nothing wrong with looking forward, but it does take away from, it's like being um, at a party and looking forward to going home or uh, being at work, you know, or being on a date (laughs) with someone. Imagine if someone was on a date. I think that that makes it like, and you're like, they're looking forward to like, you know, it's, they're not really present. You think, you see, but some people think that that's, you know, being in the moment of time or whatever, you know, so I wasn't present for part of the year, right? Because I was looking forward to, you know, being um, not in the year. And then it moved to, um, you know, being present, you know, and really kind of like paying attention, you know, to what's going on. But the idea, and not necessarily planning for the next year, but being there. So that was me being in the house, right? And not necessarily planning for next year. So the first one being in a house, you know, or being on my job, things of that sort, and not planning for the next year, right? That was the first step or the first kind of like uh, presence, level of presence. Then it was being here and not thinking about, but I was just here. Right. And then the third level was being here and really feeling and like experiencing. So I'll give you an example. So the let's say you're listening to music. Right. Um, I, well, yeah, this happens to plenty of folks. So when I think about presence and the, when looking back at 2020, what I've learned about is that, you know, when I in the previous episode, I talked about 2020 vision and being in the world, not of it you know, um, 
And when, or uh, in uh, being a seer, part of me, you know, being present was, okay, it, it, that first layer or stage of presence, um, w- w- I was able to be here and as a, as a seer, you know, the I wasn't able to be as much of a person that was really seeing what was happening now if I was thinking about the year to come, right? So that kind of impacts your ability to be, and I use the seer and I know that has different meanings, but for me, I, I use it in terms of ancient um you know, uh, Egyptian or ancient Kemetic kind of, you know, or, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pathion or just kind of like uh, understanding. So from that lens. But when it comes to just being this person that can see when I was able to be at home and I was able to or just not think about next year, I was able to be really, truly present. But my my seer ability really enhanced when I was able to really, truly um, kind of like it's more of a letting go than it is a, a focus, um, but it's the same thing. When I was able to focus right on where I am right now, because it's really hard to a, a hard thing to, to explain, and, and I'm thinking about it. It's like wow, this is a an interesting feeling. Um, but the part, the metaphor that is really important back to music is that you, if you listen to music and you're listening to it. That's one thing. If you're, but I, I've, you may have noticed yourself at certain times, like you'll have music playing, right? And you're like, okay, uh, music is playing, and you know it's playing, but you know it's like playing, and you could forget that it's playing. That's the first level of presence I experienced in, in terms of 2020. Um, and then, because, and that's because you're probably focused on focusing on something else, right? Um, or doing something else, and then your attention turns back to the music. Then there are times, uh, and I know the brain is amazing and you could do far more than what I'm I'm just making this very singular then you have it where you are hearing their first uh, level was like hearing the music but not really listening then you're listening to it and you listen to the words and you may even hear the beats and the treble and the bass and all of the different layers of music you see my music knowledge here depending upon how much you are really paying attention right so that was me in life, right? The first thing uh, I was like here, you know, pandemic, whatever, I'm in a house more, can't plan for the future. And then it was, no, I'm really here. You know, I'm not planning for the future. I'm focusing on the now. And when focusing on the now, I was focusing on the now as the seer, right? Or as a person who's like the objective observer. And that was like, that had layers to it, which I talked about in the last episode. But then I was able to be moved by the music of 2020. So imagine yourself, you know, just listening to music, uh, you know, hearing hearing music, then listening to the dynamics of, you know, the, whether it's the vocals or the, the instruments or what have you, and then being moved by it. Now, some folks may have noticed themselves really tapping their feet, you know, and being moved by it, um, you know, even if they've kind of just were hearing it and not necessarily truly listening, that is possible as well. But what I've noticed, like I'll give you another example to this metaphor is that at home with my kids, um, it's it's the first thing I was very excited. Like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the house. I was actually, you know, you know, framed it positively. Like, yeah, I'm going to be here with my kids, but being here and looking forward to, and I was here, you know, spending time and, you know, and looking forward to the, 
I actually lost some of this moment in time because I was looking forward to not being in 2020 and it's gone now, right? And then it was like, oh, you know what? I'm here and I'm not looking forward to, and that was a gift for me. I still think I'm in that space. It's not like I'm not, won't be excited about the next day, but really someone asked me the other day, they're like, so what are you looking forward to in 2021? And my superpower, this was hard for me because my superpower is to plan into the future. I'm always looking forward to something, right? Um, and I'm like, well, just being more um, now, you know, <laughs> and I know it can sound weird to some folks, but, and I promise you, I didn't have that type of muscle uh, as much like before 2020. So, um, so then the next layer of it, you know, for me is the being able to be in the present and really feel you know, because this feeling, you know, being, especially being like a, the observer, the non-participant um, or the I'm sorry, the objective uh, observer, that feeling part was a major, a, de- a very deep level for me to get to um, as it relates to 2020. As I sit here and share this reflection with you, because it was that that feeling um, was on multiple layers. It's like being able to. You know, reflecting about things that have happened before different than it's like the seer on a different level. So it's like imagine yourself playing with your kids or doing whatever you're doing in your house and then kind of zooming out of yourself and looking at yourself doing that. And then like zooming back in and feeling what it is uh, of doing it. You can try this right now. You could actually, you know, sit down and I mean, or as you listen to this kind of like picture yourself listening to this, like kind of take like a, or like a third person perspective of viewing yourself, but then actually zoom in and feel what it feels. What does it feel like at this very moment to be listening, um, you know, to this or just, you know, yeah, what does it feel like to hold your phone? And um, so that intensified, it would be intensified moments of, um, you know, meditation or, but I don't if you've listened listened to the previous episode you'll know that I uh you know had a look a, a knee um a, a knee opportunity <laughs> an opportunity with my physical form to really be present and through that opportunity of sitting still it really incre- increased my ability to go in to meditation because of one of the other episodes uh and just find peace in the pain. So that was the peace. I was able to find peace in pain. And in finding this peace in pain, it enhanced my ability to just, wow, you know what? So this is the opposite of zooming out and being the seer, but zooming um, in and kind of going internally and being the the observer, right, of uh, what you're feeling. But beyond that is the peace and stillness of nothing. So the my meditation practice or just my practice in life was and I, I was reading this book called beautiful practice actually <laughs> um which is an, is an amazing book by the way i have to get the author um but the book uh allowed for this ability to be present and feel the music and everything to get to a gradient of deepness where <laughs> And this is it's interesting um, because you would think that this would be what I was doing all the time. And the book is by Frank um, um, Fornich, um, 
foreign chitch. You, you would think that, you know, a person's meditating, they're able to be present still. I, I, my mind still was focusing on meditating. And even in being present in here, my mind was focusing on my kids or, or what have you. But the nothingness that the, the getting coming full circle from that kind of like broader seer piece to just being present with nothing, no thinking, the stillness, the nothingness of. So I've been practicing. I call them, um, I think in a book he was calling the movement breaks. I call them silent, you know, snacks. No, he called them silent snacks. Having silent snacks has been, uh, ugh. I mean, you know, in terms of what it does for the brain um, and being able to, because we are hyper, um, sensei, uh, you know, it's hypersensory overload a lot of times with everything. Because I'll go from work to let me just sit on my phone and think I'm doing nothing or watch TV or just to meditation. But if any anything that we're concentrating on is a, um, you know, it's some type of a, you know, stimulation, even even in meditation, um, but not focusing on, on anything and being still like I have a room in my house where it gets really dark and or it's like, you know, because no windows go in there, spin, you know, I started off with like, you know, a few minutes to like, you know, 10 minutes to sometimes just falling asleep, but just having the nothingness. So that's my other reflection for 2020. Um it was the ability to really be present so much so that from the as the universe outside of me to the universe inside of me and the stillness and the peace within that space, the inner space. All right. So, you know, love and light, you know, this uh, to the to the loves out there. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode. This is your host, Dr. Carl S. Moore. I'll see you.